Knucklehead Podcast. This is episode number 31 of the show. What a good song, man. A lot of really fucking cool wrestlers used to come out to that shit back in the 80s. If you know, you know. If you don't, that's cool. But welcome to the show this week, you guys. Feeling good. Getting some of that, more of that uh, feeling back in my mouth, which is pretty fucking cool <laughs> the pain is gone um still a little funky feeling but we're still here we're doing our thing and that's all that matters we're back with you guys so thanks for those of you that reached out to uh express your delayed concern and i say delayed because some of you that did reach out didn't even know what was going on or what had happened um so i i appreciate you just reaching out and saying holy fuck sorry i didn't know that fucking happened man that must have sucked but glad you're back like hey appreciate that very much glad to be back Glad to be uh, here dropping some fucking knowledge if we can this week. So uh, before we get into it for this week, as always, uh, make sure you're spreading the word of the show. The best way to do that is on Instagram at Knucklehead Podcast at Don Vitale. Tag us. Screenshot the episode when you're listening. Um, if you want to include the little snippet, the little quote, whatever it stuck with you during this episode, whatever really hit home, you know, share that and let people know what you're listening to every week as we continue to grow this community. So that's why we're here, right? We're here to keep growing and hopefully get more people like us that want to fucking rock the house, that want to win, that want to fucking do good shit, that don't want to settle for for less or mediocrity. That's not what this is here for. This is here to to get the very, very best out of each and every one of us. So uh, this week, I figure I want to take you down, uh, tell you a little story again. Uh, so <laughs> I get so many different messages, especially through the the training center that you you guys would be so I, I wish I had the opportunity or the time to share all of the obscure, nerve-wracking, uh, annoying, just plain old riddled with stupidity messages, emails, uh, and such that I get at the training center. Now don't don't get me wrong, every outreach that I receive isn't fucking you know, making me want to jump out a window fucking head first. A lot of them are, but not all of them. So um, obviously there's some people that, that have legitimate inquiries and legitimate questions. And, you know, I conversate with them and it's, it's no problem at all. Uh, but we, every now and then, like I shared a couple last week, we just get these people and I'm like, you can't get out of your own fucking way. And those are the ones that are most nerve wracking to me. And maybe that's a fault of mine because I expect so much from myself and I expect so much from my students and other people that maybe I kind of set myself up to be disappointed in that way. And that's a, that's a fault of my own. That that's on me, you know? Um, but I do feel like sharing some of these stories with you guys or some of these messages again, without trying to, to throw anybody under the bus without naming names. That's not why we're doing this. Um, but I, I would hope that it would help you guys maybe learn something from it, you know? Um, and it was, you know, sure enough, we shared a couple of, uh, you know, the messages that I received, 
uh, on last week's show. And sure enough, there were some other real life examples of, of what we talked about last week from those examples going on in the real world. And I'm like, well, it was very fucking timely. That's good shit. So I'm going to do that again today. I want to share. I'm not going to share it verbatim. I'm not going to share one specific message that I received, but I'm going to share with you a common message that I receive. And it's not the exact same, but it has the, the, the same overlapping overtone or undertone or whatever you want to call it. And a lot of times I get messages from guys and girls that maybe have some previous wrestling experience. Now, again, guys, if you're not into the wrestling thing, that's completely fine. You will get something out of this. However, I assure you of that, but I'm just going to use this as the example to kind of set the fucking table. So just bear with me here. So I get a lot of different, a lot of messages of the same uh, commonality. And what that, those messages are, are from men and women that maybe have some previous, previous experience in wrestling. You know, maybe some of these folks, um, you know, were active wrestlers for a, for a period of time. Uh, or had just gotten started with training and maybe didn't get through too far. Again, not with myself, but with, at other places or other you know locations. Um, and what these people do is they reach out to me and they say, hey, I'm looking for some place to knock the ring rust off. And if you're not familiar with what quote unquote ring rust is, that's just a fancy term for I haven't been in the wrestling ring for a while. I need to get my legs back under me and kind of get the hang of things again. Now, I get those messages and why they're sent. I understand, you know, people fall out and then want to fall back in. But when I talk to these individuals and I start questioning them or not questioning them, but just asking them simple questions as far as, you know, what did you used to do? How long has it been since you've been in the ring? And most importantly, what have you been doing to prepare yourself for this, this journey once again, or this leap back into this very physically demanding sport, whether you guys know that or not. And I kid you not, 99% of the responses that I get to that last question are nothing. Not that they don't respond, but the fact that they have done nothing to prepare themselves to get back into this. So the way I look at this is you quit for whatever reason, whether it was injury, whether it was, you know, family related stuff, whether it was financial related stuff, whether it was mentally related stuff, whatever the case may be, you quit. I don't need to fucking know why that's up to you if you want to tell me, but the, the fact of the matter is you quit. That's a fact because you are not doing it anymore. It's not that, oh, you stopped. No, you quit. Let's not sugarcoat it. Let's not try to fucking paint it with, you know, with a new coat of paint to make it sound fucking not as harsh. Let's talk reality. And reality is that you fucking quit. And not only did you quit, now you want to fucking come back and think you're just going to fucking pick up where you left off. Now, here's the thing. I don't know where you left off. 
But if you've been out of the fucking game for an extended period of time and you've done nothing physically to prepare yourself to get back in, I assure you, you are not going to fucking pick up where you left off with us because we have far superseded where you fucking were and especially where the fuck you are. Now I want you guys to relate this to to an area that you can relate to. If you're not into the in, in, you know in the wrestling field, if you're whatever your professional status is, now this is the part of the story where you have to relate this to what you do best, to your team. Because my question is, why the fuck should others have to slow down so you can play catch up because you fucking quit? And that question remains. My guys and girls are on a diligent, intense training regiment day to day, week to fucking week. They perform at a very high level. They train at an extremely high, physically demanding level. So now what you're telling me is because you want to fucking knock the ring rust off, we got to let you in our fucking doors and slow down so you can fucking catch up to us while this whole fucking time we've been doing what we need to do and then some to be kicking fucking ass on a regular basis to be outperforming everybody that comes within fucking an earshot of us. Now we have to fucking pump the brakes as, as to, to, to be sympathetic towards your cause. To me, that's fucking bullshit. And listen, you may have a story where we may be empathetic to you. You may have had a rough deal, but here's the fucking thing. Don't come knocking on my fucking door or don't come knocking on my fucking inbox until you've done something to prepare yourself for what you are about to fucking get into. Now, maybe that's unfair because maybe these folks don't really understand what the fuck they are getting into because I assure you there are plenty of other fucking quote-unquote wrestling schools out there that are pussy-ass fluffy fucking bullshit that do not perform, do not train, and do not work at our fucking level. They're not used to that. They think they, they run into us, they come across us on a Google search, or they come across us on fucking Facebook. They think we're like the rest when you could not be more fucking wrong. We are far different than the rest. We excel higher than the rest. We perform better than the rest. We work harder and more diligently than the rest. So maybe that's a mistake on their part thinking we're just like the rest when we most certainly fucking aren't. Now my question to you is with what you do, your team, are you just like the rest? Or do you and your team, or even if you don't have a team, you yourself, are you just like the rest or are you performing at an exceptionally high level? Or at least attempting to. At least trying to get there. If that's the case. Why the fuck. Would you want to slow your momentum down. Because someone. Wants to do. What you do. But hasn't been working as diligently as you have. And again this isn't a matter of of not lending a helping hand to somebody. 
And I want to make that very, very clear right now. You know, it's not a lack of care or of lack or a lack of wanting to help. It's a matter of not wanting to lose your momentum. It's a matter of continuing to take steps forward and not take steps back. That's the biggest conundrum here because people may hear this message and say, oh, you're being fucking selfish. There's people out there that are asking for help and you're not willing to give it. And that cannot be further from the fucking truth, you guys, at least from my standpoint. Because I am willing to fucking help anybody. Anybody. My doors are open to anybody that is one willing to follow the fucking code of conduct that we have at our school, first and foremost. Two, that it makes, as long as they fit with our group, as long as they're a good person and, and, and they're going to add to the group dynamic, that's number two. And number three, as long as I know they are going to give me everything they fucking have. They are more than welcome to come through my doors and I will help them get to where they want to be. And I assure them and I assure you, if you give me everything you fucking have, I can get you there. Not just in wrestling, but elsewhere. And this isn't a matter of me tooting my own fucking horn, but toot toot, motherfucker. If I have to, I will. I'm a fucking expert at bringing the fucking best out of everybody. The ones that give me their all, I can help them bring out the fucking best in them. Whether it's wrestling, whether it's with their relationships, whether it's their, their, their professional job, whatever the fucking case may be. You give me all you got, you work with me and I will fucking make you a mega fucking star. At least, you know, within your own realm. I'm not saying you come train to wrestle with me, I'll make you the WWE champion. Somebody might. I'm not saying ever, I can train everybody and everyone's going to get to that point, but I assure you this, you work with me, I'll bring the fucking very best out of you where you will be floored. You will be floored when you get an opportunity to see who you truly are and what you are truly fucking made of. So it's not a matter of not wanting to help people. It's not it at all. Because there's a big difference between lending a helping hand and being fucking pulled overboard when you lend that fucking helping hand. And that's what's going on in these instances. It's not, hey, I'm trudging along, just give me a hand and I'll be there with you guys. It's no, I haven't done shit. I just want to roll with you guys. I want to feel like I'm a, I'm a part of something again. I, wanna, I, I, need a, I need a label because that's a big fucking thing. Now. Everyone needs a fucking label. And they want to be a part of something fucking great. They look at what we're doing and, and, and again, I toot my own fucking horn, but what we are doing is fucking great. And they want to be a part of that. They want to be a part of that team. And I don't fucking blame them. And I would welcome them as long as they fit the criteria, like I said, but we can't even fucking get to there if you ain't doing shit to prepare yourself to get back in this fucking thing. You've been eating fucking Domino's pizza for fucking... Two years straight. You haven't been to the gym at all regularly in fucking two years. You look like shit. You smell like shit. You move like shit. And you just think you're going to walk through the fucking door and be able to roll side by side with us? Give me a fucking break. 
And again, that's not a matter of not wanting to, to, to help this person succeed. But I got a room full of fucking guys and girls that are fucking light years ahead of you physically, mentally, emotionally. And now what do I got to do? Fucking throw a big stop sign up for them and say, hey, we got to wait for this person who hasn't done shit for the past two years. Meanwhile, you guys have been fucking killing it for the past two years. But now it's time that we lose the fucking momentum. Now it's time we hit the fucking pause button so we can let this guy hopefully maybe catch up and maybe hopefully he doesn't fucking quit because it gets too hard for him again. Do you understand what I'm saying? I hope you guys do. Because I don't want this to come off as cold-blooded. Because that's not the intent here. Because I take people from fucking square one that want to, to, to enter this world of wrestling with zero fucking experience. And we build them from the ground up. People that aren't in the best of shape. But I'm not going to fucking take them off the fucking street and put them with my guys that have been training their fucking asses off for six months, nine months, 12, 18, 24 months. It doesn't work like that. There's a process to it. Shit, there's a tryout portion to, to get into our school, and I assure you, most of the fucking people that are reaching out to quote-unquote knock the ring rust off wouldn't pass the fucking physical, the physical tryout that I give beginners. So why the fuck would I waste my time on them? And here's what those folks don't understand. What they don't get is that when they quit, whatever it is, whether it's wrestling, whether it's their job, whether it's their fucking beer league softball team, whether it's fucking their acting class, whether it's their fucking clarinet lessons, whatever the fuck it is, when they quit, the world keeps fucking moving especially winners. Winners keep fucking working. Winners keep fucking moving. They keep that forward progress going. Just because you need to take a break or you want to pull back and quit, whether you plan on coming back or not, that's completely up to you. But while you do that, you got to understand the fucking winners, the killers out there are fucking continuing to win. They're continuing to work. They're continuing to progress. They're continuing to get better. So by the time you come back, if you are fortunate enough to be back in the same realm as those people that you saw when you left, if they're true fucking winners, if they're true killers, they're going to be light years ahead of where you were when you left. You cannot just step back in and pick up where you left off or maybe where you left off, but it's not where they left off. You dig what I'm saying? They've left you far behind. Again, this is the elite class. This is the winners. This is the ones that want more. This is the ones that take their shit seriously. These are the ones that, that could say, fuck, man, it's really sad that you're leaving. And we wish you weren't, but we understand. But we got to keep fucking moving. We got to keep going. Understand especially for, for all you guys out there, understand your group dynamic because killers continue to kill even while 
the others are gone. When the quitters quit, or when they need to take a break, things get too much for them, or too overwhelming for them, or whatever the case may be, and I'm not discrediting their reason for leaving or their reason for quitting. That's a personal decision that everybody has to make. But the killers will continue to kill even while they're gone. But you know what else? Mediocrity remains the same. And it's easy to slide back in with mediocrity, but it is not so easy to slide back in with real true-to-life winners. Because you could come back to what you were doing and, again, pick up where you left off with some of your compatriots, but chances are those motherfuckers don't have the killer instinct because if they did, they would not be at the same level as you who's been gone for X amount of time. They just don't got it. You got to understand. When you leave, when you quit, when you jump off the vehicle, the vehicle keeps moving. We're hitting the gas still. We're not throwing the fucker in reverse. It's up to you to fucking catch up. You may know where we're going. You may know the final destination. So you got to do what you can to catch up to us to at least get to a place where you can grab a hand from us and say, all right, let's go. But we ain't sticking around. We're getting the fuck out of here. And if you want to roll with us, you better catch the fuck up. Because we ain't hitting the brakes. We ain't hitting the reverse button or kicking this fucker in reverse. That's not what we're doing here. And that's what I want you guys to get from this. Is that it's, there's really nothing wrong with wanting to get back to something that you loved or that you enjoyed or that made you feel good or made you have a sense of pride. There's no shame in wanting to do that again. But if you ask me, there is shame in wanting to come back and think everybody needs to fucking accommodate you while they've been continuing to get further along than you during your hiatus. So if any of you, again, work in a group dynamic like that or on a, or a part of a team, and somebody left their leaves and wants to come back. I'm not saying slam the fucking door in their face. But I don't think there's anything wrong in fucking doing a little status check and saying, yo, you want to be a part of this again? What the fuck? What have you been doing? Are you ready for this? Or are you just going to fucking bounce again in two weeks when shit gets hard? Or you're sore? Or you're overworked? or you're mentally drained, or your wife or your husband starts bitching at you for not being as home as much. What gives here, man? 
You see, there's nothing wrong with asking those questions, but so many people think that there is because they're, they're, most people aren't confrontational and those type of questions can be seen as such. But those are relevant questions that ensure, one, that person that wants to come back actually is doing the right thing for themselves, is being realistic with themselves. But two, where he's coming back to it helps them understand what's coming through the door and whether or not they want to placate to that. Because if I got someone who says, oh, I want to come back, and they're out of shape, they haven't done shit, they're mentally still fucked up, their wife is still fucking complaining that they're not home, they put on some weight, I'm not opening that door for them saying, come on back. Not yet, at least. Because if I see all those factors, I'll tell that person, you're not ready. So what I need from you is to do something on your time so you're not taking away from our time to show me that you are ready to walk back in these doors full time. And for that example, that could be something as, as simple as you know, someone getting themselves into some semblance of shape on their own, showing that they're putting forth an effort. Instead of showing back up even fatter and out of, more out of shape than they were before they fucking left. And people might say, well, that's what I want to do. I want to come back to get back in shape. If you need me and our team to get back in shape, you got way more fucking problems than you think. Because there comes a point in time where you have to hold yourself accountable. You have to be responsible for yourself because whether you like it or not, your teammates will not always be arm in arm with you. Maybe on the battlefield, maybe on the playing field, maybe in the training center, maybe in the gym, maybe in the war room, maybe in the conference room, you guys will be side by side, locked in arms, fucking ready to, to, to stand up for each other. Maybe so. But there will be other points of your life when your team members will not be there. Not because they don't want to be, but just because they can't be. So it all falls back on you and what you can do for yourself. I hope that makes sense. Overall here, what I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with second chances. But you have to fucking prove, you have to show that you're worthy of a second chance. You can't just fucking want it and say it and leave it at that. You just with everything else we talk about on this show, you got to put forth a fucking effort because the actions speak louder than words. And once and that's what that's the other the, the side of this story is once I tell those inquiries we are not going to slow down for you. It's not fair to our current roster, our current students, that they're going to have to slow down so you can keep up with them. So why don't you do yourself a favor, get yourself in shape, and then hit me back up and we can help you out. And for a 100% success rate thus far, none of them have reached back out. Now, is that because none of them have decided to get back in shape? 
on their own to say, hey, look what I did. I'm ready. I don't know. Maybe some, maybe all. I don't know. But I bet you, I fucking bet you, a vast majority, if not all, of those folks that reached out that and then that went fucking radio silence after I sent that reply to them, I bet you anything, most, if not all of them, got their fucking feelings hurt with that response. Because they were expecting, oh yeah, come on down, fucking come hang out with us. We'll welcome you. Oh, we'll slow it down. Oh, we'll take it easy for you. Oh yeah, it'll be great. I'll take your fucking money. That's not the fucking game that I play. Because I don't fucking play games. I'm training fucking high level athletes and if you want to train with us you have to train like one even on your own and show us that you belong but when i me have the audacity to fucking tell somebody yo take some time get yourself in shape so you don't embarrass yourself when you come through here and you don't hold us up and then we can reevaluate that hurts feelings that's kind of what i'm fucking good at too i've come to notice I've come to realize that. I'm very good at hurting feelings inadvertently. Why? How? Because I speak the fucking truth. And so few fucking people out there are afraid to do that. Or so few people are willing to do that, I should say. Especially today. Because nobody wants to tell the fucking truth. Because everybody's afraid of the repercussions. Everybody's afraid of being labeled a bully or being labeled mean or being labeled you know, someone that, that, that ostracizes people. And for me, I don't give a fuck. Because the people who fucking get it, get it. And those are the only motherfuckers that I'm worried about, that I'm concerned about. And I'm not worried about them. If anything, I'm here to fucking help them. Those are the motherfuckers that I want on my team. I don't give a fuck if what I say hurts somebody. As long as what I'm saying is the fucking truth. Now, obviously, I'm not going to sit here and fucking chastise and personally attack people. Because that's a dickhead fucking thing to do. But I will not fucking hesitate to tell you, any of you guys listening to this, any of you that message me for advice or have questions or any that, anyone that inquires at the school or anything of that nature, I will not fucking hesitate to tell the God's fucking honest truth because there are so few fucking people out there today that will do that for you. Everybody out there is sugarcoating the fucking answer. Everyone out there is playing with fucking kid gloves. Everyone out there is afraid of their feelings getting hurt. And that's why we live in such a fucking soft society. That's why people are being fucking pushed around and fucking taken advantage of. Day after fucking day after day. Because they're afraid to hear the fucking truth. Because it makes them uncomfortable. Well, guess fucking what? If you want to win, if you want good shit in life, if you want to be at the fucking top, if you want to fucking be at the the peak of the fucking mountain with the rest of the winners, shit's going to get uncomfortable. You got to fucking deal with it. And if you're not willing to deal with it, have fun at fucking base camp with the rest of the mediocre motherfuckers because I ain't fucking hanging out there and I don't want to hang with people that want to fucking hang out there. 
I'm building a fucking squad to get to the fucking summit. And the way you get to the fucking summit is when you hear the fucking truth. Not when you hear what you want to hear. And if that hurts your feelings, you are a base camp motherfucker. Truth hurts. You want to fucking go on fucking Instagram or Twitter or Facebook and, and tell me or tell people how big of a fucking asshole I am and how I don't fucking get it and I don't get you. Go fucking ahead. I don't give a fuck because this message, this show, my school, our fucking our crew that we got listening to this program, we ain't for you. Go find your safe space with the rest of the fucking losers that are settling for fucking table scraps. While we eat at the big boys table and while we fucking feast on victory after victory after victory and it feels fucking good. We're not taking advantage of anybody. We're not doing anything dastardly or underhanded. We are doing what we need to do to make ourselves the best version of ourselves that we can. And part of that is facing reality, facing the hard truths that come our way instead of running away from them and hiding in a fucking closet from them, waiting for the answer that we want to hear. We accept the answer for the fact that it is whether we want to hear it or not. That's the difference between us and them. Do you want to roll out the fucking summit with us? Do you want to be at the peak looking down at everybody else? And I don't mean that in a condescending way. I'm not saying looking down our nose at people, but I'm saying looking down and saying, I used to be there. Now I'm fucking here. I did it. And there might be a bigger peak I can get to. Or do you want to be that motherfucker at base camp that just never gets fucking going or maybe gets about quarter or halfway up the mountain and says, I can't do it. It's too hot. It's too hard. It's too steep. My knees hurt. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to base camp where it's safe. Fucking choice is pretty obvious if you ask me. So for you listening right now, if you're ready, get your fucking rucksack all packed the fuck up. Get your hiking boots on because I'm going to the summit with the rest of these winning motherfuckers out here. Base camp, enjoy mediocrity. While the rest of us just keep winning. That's it, you guys. Thank you for joining me this week. Hopefully that one hit home because it hit home for me. All right, you guys. Uh, Yes, again, share us on Instagram at Knucklehead Podcast at Don Vitale. Screenshot it. Share it on your story. Share it on your wall. Let people know what you listen to every week. And if you want to work with me in a coaching capacity, whether it's one-on-one or a group setting, you can do so by going to domvitale.com slash coaching. There you can get all the information. Or if you want to DM me directly, feel free to do so. We can see if we're a good fit, and then we can take it from there if that's what you wish to do. That is it for this week, you guys. I bid you adieu. Get to work. Do what you got to do to win. And as always, no excuses, no shortcuts, just results. It's Don Vitale saying we'll see you next week. Hey.